Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Working Class Bowhunter podcast starts in 3, 2, 1. I think I left about 4, No one honestly really cares. Steve's calling me while I'm holding <laughs> getting ready for this deer to stand up. So. Glad you took this deer out. He doesn't even drive American. <laughs> See, that deer's what's exactly what's wrong with this country, right? He doesn't even support no. local American-made deer-compatible vehicles. <laughs> that one that one arrow cost me $33,000. Just aiming too long and just moved a little bit and it's like oh no it fired you know crap i knew as soon as it left it was just a little high but he came right out in the field made a scrape right in the cornfield started grunting walked 30 yards made another scrape you're listening to the working class bow hunter that's right this is the podcast for billy joe lunch bucket the working man just like me and you my name's travis t-bone turner from the bone collector thank you for tuning in Episode number 71 here of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast from sunny Sherrard, Illinois, 1600 Buck Slayer Place, right here in the Buckatorium, brought to you by the Bone Shed. I am Steve. Man, you're making really deep eye contact with me, but Kurt, Kurt in the house. Kurt, Very Kurt. Too. You always What's do up, that. What's up, Kurt, Kurt? You always have that weird connection with one of us. Have to. Really eyes and... <laughs> Stare deep into my soul. Well, when you wake it's, up it's at three forty-five p.m. and you just you're every not really, day, you're not really on your toes. You know, it's hard. It's hard to be motivated and act normal when you, oh, you yeah, know, hey, you yeah. just aren't with it. Well, some people <laughs> have it and some people don't. You, you know, text I'm, Steve at I'm ten a.m. He doesn't answer you until four o'clock in the afternoon. That's what we do it, here it's, on the it's podcast. Pretty nice not working. You know who isn't working right now? Scott Smith of Smith's Custom Meats and Deer Processing. He mm. is finally finished cutting up deer for the season. So. They're expanding right now. He's all, working all on that. Thanks to us, you know. Huh? He is working on that. The expansion. He's the he's the he's the foreman. Yeah, he's he's watching the work get done. Yeah, he's he's telling them little boys what to do. So this is kind of weird. I'm doing this all without headphones. Or uh, that kind of is it huge, awkward? De- huge delay in the headphones. So Handle the bone shed so we can get with it. I already did. I already. Oh, that you're going to go into your detail. Maybe your headphones aren't working. 
But uh, no, we're uh, we're super excited. We got a fun little episode here for you today. Yeah, Go we on. do. I think, I think Steve, you you're, you're being weird. Normally, you handle the episode. No, but you're because I can't all... like I can't hear myself talk, so I don't know. Put your damn headphones saying, right, on, then you idiot. See what we do here? We just hurt Steve's self esteem. Yeah, that's what we do best here at the Every Class Bow Honor. Every day, every each and every single. I can day. just feel super awkward tension coming from you, and it's weirding There's me a... out so weird. And then our guests are getting weird, and then they're kind of wondering. That's because you just woke right up now. twenty minutes ago. No, it was like hour and 20 minutes ago. on the show today we have the fellows in from whisperwood outdoors what is up guys hey i'm glad how to be all? here what's up yeah see Stop. how i just cut to it to yeah, just get over just that get hump right right. i like how i like how steve did that really smooth segue you know who's not working it's yeah, like that? custom meats like that was so uh <laughs> that's like a young harry carey <laughs> just a real like to just not just run drunk. right into it, yeah, or shaky, a little shaky, but Harry Carey here. Yeah. All I think of is the Will Ferrell skit yeah, from Saturday Night Live. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> if the moon was made of ribs, yeah, for sure, <laughs> that was perfect. Hey, I think the Cubs won today. They did, yeah, not seven good. to two. Did you guys see Chris Brackett at the Cubs game? <laughs> Man, I saw him. What that a crazy a, guy! A right, days ago. Yeah, yeah, it was a couple of days ago. They shot to him with his shirt off. He's and, on the um, big screen. Yeah. And he was drinking beer, getting all crazy at the Cubs game and everything. What an animal he is. He is, man, he was booyahing that beer, like nothing at the Cubs game. But, man, shout out to him. Yeah, that but, kind uh, of shot, though, that's a career ender. Could be. Could be. <laughs> could be. You never so, know. guys, tell us a little bit about Whisperwood Outdoors, what you do, and who you are. Because we never said your names, so. Oh. All right, well, I'll. I'll go. Uh, my name is Jordan, and uh, yeah, Whisperwood Outdoors was started a few years ago. Just as I mean, like any like y'all's podcast, any hunting team, I would assume just a bunch of buddies who like to be outside fishing, hunting, and then started filming it kind of as a joke, and really got into that side of it. Like I'm not a professional hunter, but I really enjoy the production element. And, uh, yeah, it started off with, like, six dudes, and, and we're still cool with the other three. There's no animosity, but now it's just myself and Nate, who's on mic, and Kelly, who's sitting on a tall chair behind me, who's, like, <laughs> spread open awkwardly. Literally <laughs> watching the time pass by. Cause we're He's just watching the screen the whole time. Yeah. Only man of six foot four on the tallest chair in the room. Yeah, right. <laughs> that is true. The tallest guy in the tallest chair. Just bumping right into that mount above him. It's perfect. Oh, yeah. Careful now. You can pat her. You can pat her. <laughs> so how did the name Whisperwood well, Outdoors come about? That, or that where did the idea come from where you guys are going to just get this going and yeah. all that? Just get into it. Uh, yeah, so the name... Um, this is so embarrassing. Originally, we were just doing fishing stuff, and because mm-hmm. we're in the Quad Cities, we were called Quad City Official with like fish, oh, fish <laughs> in there. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, right. yep. And um, that's a terrible name, and it was stupid. And the only video we ever made was fishing at the Steel Dam, which is like the Walmart of fishing spots. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it it is, like you it never is know. Serious. Like, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but like you never know what you're gonna run into a smallmouth or like a gar or some trash. Oh, I fish, thought it was because people were fishing in pajama pants. Well, there's that too, yeah. <laughs> That's they're what sleeping. I was thinking you, the whole time. Sleeping pants, oh, even though they're clearly not sleeping. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like you wouldn't wear basketball. Well, I guess you would. Bas- I was going to say you wouldn't wear basketball shorts if you weren't playing basketball, but that was a bad comparison. Oh, dude, I, I've, I've worn basketball shorts all the time, man. Yeah, fair enough. Are you wearing anyway. sweatpants now, Steve? <laughs> no, I'm actually wearing oh. jeans. Wow. 
That's he's amazing. wearing those comfort fit Wranglers that don't pinch when you move. <laughs> no, no, Kurt's got the yeah, Kurt's got the stretchy jeans, like the chick yoga pants jeans. He's got a pair of those. They're like jeggings, but more manly, you know. Yeah, oh, yeah so, I mean, if you hey. say jeggings instead of jeggings, that ups the masculine level. Here's like all I'm saying is, you're gonna judge me until we got a sprint against each other because I'll beat you every time. Yeah, in these right. Oh, that's right. What, wait, what? <laughs> what's moving. the what's the hypothetical where y'all have to sprint against each other though? Like, when does that come into play? Well, now never. it's trying to get no. Steve's never. fat ass to never. lose some weight. <laughs> never. Every time we've sprinted from here to the truck, I win. Normally, it's from here to the bar. Oh. So we got about a quarter mile sprint, and Ain't a quarter mile. I bet you it is. You think so? I know you can't run it, so it's. <laughs> I bet I could. <laughs> there's, there's no there's way you way could. To settle this. You just start running. We'll keep podcasting. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. Work he would just be today. getting there by the time we got there. Or he would just go outside and stand there for like three minutes and come back in, be like, "Made it." Yeah. You know what I mean? like, he, he, would, totally, he would be out of breath totally from walking. Yeah, I get, I get the hose and spray it on me. Oh, guys, I totally, oh, I totally ran. Yeah, the only yeah, time man. I've seen Steve run was when we were at our shoot. Uh, One time. Last summer, and you were running to get a rangefinder, and you ran about 10, 10, 10 yards maybe, and then it was just sweaty walking until he got there. <laughs> you guys have are, and totally so, out of breath. Totally you, out guys, of sweaty you guys have never seen when a snake is around because, like, I'll be gone. You fr- are you afraid of snakes? Oh, dude, I hate them. Huh. Is that like I? I have a, well, like, if you move that slow, you're afraid of anything that doesn't I, yeah, have no, limbs. I, I want to pass legislation <laughs> when I'm like senator one day or uh, that axes are only used to test, like, you can only own an axe to test how sharp it is to, te- like, to chop up snakes. Like, that's the only reason you'll ever have an axe ever again is chopping up snakes. You don't mean body spray, right? Huh? You don't mean axe like 13-year-old body Dude, spray. Dude, if, if you can kill a snake <laughs> put, with an axe put body spray, feet. go for it. I hate Sexy, snakes. cool mist. So we, we, we should... We should put all those a lady sh- snakes will be all around him, all awkward. We should put a <laughs> snake behind you on a treadmill. There it is. Now yeah. you find the motivation. Yeah, See? right. I See will. I there? will pull a. I will pull a hatchet out of my sock and just go nuts. This is Steve's so. daily routine, though, or weekly uh, routine. When he comes mm-hmm. in to do a podcast, walks in, grabs the axe spray, sprays it on his feet, and that's what he does. Yeah, we're just. You. you know why? Because axe body spray keeps the snakes away. I don't want snakes sucking on my toes or anything. Hey, he's I? got slogans just falling out of him. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> Back you, marketing. Major. You should write billboards. That on the you next should. commercial. Yeah. Yeah. Billboards. All you gotta do is come up with a melody for that, like a bag body spray keeps the snakes away. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you gotta come up with a jingle. You'll be uh, super rich. Oh my god. Going gosh. to deer farms, paying for 300 inch mutant non typical bucks, <laughs> letting them go for forty five thousand dollars. Let's get back to Whisperwood. We went, we went on a, a very oh, well-deserved <laughs> rant. Yeah, we got to talk did. about you guys. Yeah. Uh, okay. You guys drove all the way out here. Yeah, so Quad City Official was terrible, um, and we wanted to get into the hunting side of things. So we wanted to come up with a name that was kind of not super, super typical, right. like killingbucksandstuff.com. Or right. What, you know, like everything mm-hmm. is kind of a typical same logo and no disrespect. But Just like working class bow hunter with an antler logo. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but you have the mic on the, on the brow, so it's a little cooler. But anywho, <laughs> um, yeah, so Whisperwood, I always had this like, I, I'm overly analytical to a fault on everything. So like, uh, just the way things are worded. Like if you go to a website and there's like a tab for giving money and it says like online giving, I'm like, well, duh, I'm online. You could just put the word giving. 
You know, not like just right, overanalyze right, stuff right. like that. It's just stupid. Um, <laughs> and it always drove me crazy. Like you watch a grown, burly, bearded man leave a lifted truck with mud on the tires and rubber boots and camouflage, get into his tree stand, and then two things happen. One, he starts narrating it. All right, I'm in my tree stand. Yeah, you're on video. We don't, you don't have to tell us that. Like, we see you in the tree stand. And two, you're a grown man whispering to a camera in the middle of the woods. And I just thought it always sounded funny. Right. And, like, I know everybody does it, but, like, clearly you're making a TV show. You probably have the production skills where you could do a voiceover later. But like, and then my favorite is right. when somebody will shoot a deer. And I know I've, I've I've shot deer. I get it. It feels awkward to talk in the woods. But after you shoot a deer, then they're like, "Oh, I got him." Two right. things: one, we saw it. Number two, he knows you're there. Uh, why you don't are you have to keep whispering? Why are you <laughs> like, whispering? Like it's not a sneak attack anymore, right. dude. You just put a, a piece of metal through both his lungs. There's no hiding your right. location anymore. That's how old school he has a piece of metal. Yeah, yeah there's he's, two he's things. Stabbing. There's one. I, I get I'm exactly. He's referring to the broadhead. Oh yeah, all right. yeah not, not shooting. <laughs> Well, I, I see exactly what you're saying about that. Like, it is kind of weird, especially you're trying to make like good video yeah. production. It's hard to, it's a little uncomfortable to watch. Do you think part of that though is, and then just completely, if you need to prove me wrong, do it or whatever. <laughs> but uh, do you think part of it is kind of like it gives you the feel like you're you're yeah. hunting with them type of thing? Yeah. The, well, it's then, sort of like why dudes put on face paint as if it does a darn thing. You know, it just I'm makes you really, feel like way more in the element. Oh, man. I put face on face paint. paint about one out of 45 times I hunt. How do yep. you – or when you put it on, because we've talked about this before on the oh, show. Oh. I, I'll get worked up about talking about face paint yeah. because when I put face paint on, I put it on. Yeah. I, like, I don't look at a mirror. I'm just oh, no, I do smacking it on this yeah, cheek, smacking on yeah, this cheek on my forehead. I kiss pattern or anything oh, right. I did. Yeah. did you see me i, I put on instagram you got the whiskers and everything oh. yeah no, i did that i was <laughs> the star the big no, star did, star in your face yeah. no, last we gotta week, do that we got to do a no, video last week i got a picture last week when i was uh i was i was uh filming for uh brandon i actually didn't make it to the turkey hunting woods and he's like do you gotta put face paint on your face is too pasty white i'm like fine so i put the little nose and i put the dude i was the <laughs> That was Peter no. Chris, man. I really was. Dude, it'd be super funny to make a video for, like, a actual face paint company or something. Like, use, like, really epic, like, Inception or Born Identity music. Bah, and, like, zoom in real close. Bah, whatever. And then, like, zoom out and they have, like, a, a whisker face or, like, you know, just something real funny. Make it look uh, like it's really intense. Clown and face then pull paint. out. Yeah. Dude, we have to do a John Wayne Gacy face paint. Oh no, that's too that's too deep. This is Illinois too. You gotta be careful with that. (laughs) We have to do a parody video of like the over the top rock and roll hunter guy with the big star. I tried it because I wanted to do like the Motley Crue stuff, where it's just like the two little like like you know like how baseball players get the lines there. Oh yeah, like black. So what? uh, So that was your idea, like. You're saying it's kind of yeah, like... It was as, yeah, so it was a total joke, um, whisper wood outdoors. And the thing is, I have nothing against dudes who whisper in the trees. In the wood. I just thought it was a funny insight. Right, it's not right. like, like if I saw you guys make a really good video putting down like a 190-inch buck, I have this moral obligation. Like, I won't watch that. No. Right, I right. Mean, every Monster Bucks video in history has dudes whispering. Yeah. Some of my favorite hunters whispered to the whatever. It was just a joke. But then yeah. we kind of actually liked how it sounded. Whisperwood outdoors, it sounds kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And so we just kind of stuck with it. And, uh, yeah, like I said, my, my whole big angle is trying to be really um, professional, creative, 
on the production side of it. Right. You know, because the thing is, I've seen videos, I'm not talking about myself, like I've made, but I've seen videos where dudes shoot a, you know, a teeny little nubbin buck or like a, you know, something small. Right, right. But the video production is so good that you're engaged in it, you're watching it. Yeah. Or even like when dudes get what I call context shots where you're sitting in the woods and, you know, you get that real close-up shot of like your bow on the on the hanger kind of mm-hmm. sitting there because anybody who's ever sat in a tree knows that feeling right or when you see the dude reach for his bow and you're trying not to <clears> shake because you're getting excited and mm-hmm. i love all that kind of stuff he's like, reaching like the, for your the context in he's reaching for his bow and you're like oh i want to grab mine too yeah yeah where's it at where's yeah, it at? you feel like you're sort of there like yeah. those, those yep. context right like, i don't like it when dudes just like show up and it's a six minute long video and they shoot a giant buck and then they just go home i like the like tracking it and right um this the story it of it or yeah like the, like the whole vibe i don't remember who it was like deer camp status right like, i don't know who it was a few years ago this little kid shot a buck and it was a terrible shot he spined it something fierce mm-hmm. but it was a big buck eight or ten good good mass and when it went down, they showed the buck for a quick, uh, quick shot, and then they pulled back to him, and he just starts bawling. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Him, the kids I like, love that. Dude. The kids yeah. shot like six it. deers and cries every time. It's like oh, he's done it since then. Oh, I think he's a chronic I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it's the same kid. Because well, I don't like, want to know that. No. I just like the first one. Because you can tell, like it's it's he's growing up, but he still has that same cry. You know what I mean? Steve's like, mad just because the kid's doing more than he is. Whatever, <laughs> dude. I'm telling That's you, like I think it's that Steve's all salty. Everyone, look out. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. It's like, all right. It's like, yeah, I get the first two, but it's like, all right. Yeah, yeah. I've cried when I shot bucks. I work harder than you when it comes to killing deer, man. That's why I kill them. Dude, my first deer <laughs> I ever shot, I thought there was something like sorry, like, Steve. like physiologically it, wrong with me because I shot a seven-pointer. It was right below my stand. I had a, a Golden Eagle Falcon Flame. Anybody who's old school will recognize. I don't even think that's a right. company anymore. Um, and I pulled back. Let off was like 3%. I pulled back on him way early because I was so excited. I see this deer walking through the woods. He probably netted 12. He's a seven-pointer. You know, like you could put his rack like in your wallet just to show people. Right. So he comes through the woods. I'm so pumped. I pull back at like 100 yards, and I'm like, he keeps coming, keeps coming, keeps coming. And back then, I didn't know anything about like the rip. Like, you know, trying yeah, to stop him. him. I didn't know anything. So he just keeps coming, and I just keep holding. By the time he, like, he gets under my stand, I'm just shaking violently. <laughs> and I plugged him, like, right next to his spine, and it and it went through. And it, it was an aluminum arrow, so it kind of pinned him to the ground. And when he got up, it broke off. So, I mean, he was bleeding right. like a, a, you know, it's a geyser. And I remember after I shot him, I put my bow back in the uh, the hanger, like the whatever, and I just started shaking like right. the adrenaline. And mm-hmm. I, I didn't know, like I thought there was something wrong with my body. Like, yeah. like I was like ready to like run out of the woods and go to a hospital. Like I thought there was something. <laughs> this like, isn't no. normal. Yeah, like this nobody prepped normal. me for that after shot feeling. Right. Everybody's like, man, when they come in, you'll get excited. And after I shot him, I was like, like yeah. <laughs> just. I mean, it was like sixty something degrees out in Wisconsin, but I thought it was like you're shivering. Dude, yeah. shivering. It was a super heavy workout, is what it was, man. That was probably it. Yeah, you hold that thing back. Dude, that's, a, right. that's how I feel after I get walk up like three flights of stairs, man. I'm like, well, people, <laughs> the excitement's wearing off now, man. I gotta, I gotta sit down well, for a minute. People don't understand like that type of feeling that it gets because it's, it's not like everyone that doesn't hunt think you go out and catch one. They always say catch for some reason. I, don't know, I, got, I never understood here. that. So yeah, what'd you catch? Well. Uh, when you catch things, they're still alive. But uh, no offense, but we're not pe- fishing here. People, <laughs> people don't realize like the work it takes to go in, hang stand, scout, and then when you finally get that opportunity at a big buck or your first buck or whatever buck that you want or deer, mm-hmm. whatever, and it just your nerves come just pour out of you. 
Yeah, people well, yeah, don't get the months of work for a two second window. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you you see that bunk or that buck on trail cam yeah, for seriously. months, and then all of a sudden right. you see him walking on the hoof, and you're like, mm-hmm. "What do I do? Yeah. Just draw a blank." Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. You your brain cramps, especially if you're sitting there and you get caught off guard. And it sound weird all of a sudden. You're sitting there and like you look over and a buck's there and you get caught off guard and you're like, oh crap! Yeah, it's crazy too how they'll ghost you. They'll yeah. sneak up like you they'll like they float it in you. and you look over. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and you're doing one of these. You're like, yeah, trying to like. In my opinion, one of the most intelligent animals in the wild. Like their will to live and their will to survive is insane, unmatched to probably. I mean, I don't know. I haven't hunted everything, but they're just. They're on it. Survival, number one. That's just what they're good at. I don't know if I've ever been, and I'm, please, I hope nobody, like, writes in on the book of faces and says that Jordan's an idiot. I've never been mm-hmm. busted by a buck. I've been busted by does so much. Oh, 80% like, of the time. I, I don't know what it is. And then they start doing mm-hmm. a wee snort and stomping mm-hmm. super loud. So you're oh, like, yeah. I might as well just head out. Like, they, start, they start home, blowing, like, and then you're yeah, like, I'm, I'm, gosh, I'm leaving. Dang it. I'm going to take <laughs> a stab at your situation here, what I think. Uh-oh. Two is... A lot of times, yeah, does will bust Wait, before. you didn't say one. Yeah, he wants to get went, two first because number one's the... the oh, right. you got to crush your mind. Okay, my mistake. I'm sorry. You can edit that so, out. Like, pretend like I didn't know. No, I'm not going to edit anything. <laughs> We're all real here on the working class bow hunter. Um, so, what's sorry. that? I meant two. So, number anyway, two. what I was saying is like does will bust you out more than anything, really. I think it's just because motherly instinct. My headphones yeah. are messing up. They're terrible today. I don't so, know what's going on. Does will bust you out before anything else, in my opinion, and they'll let you know they busted you. Yeah. Uh, and that's the thing with them. I don't know what it is. Bucks, most of the time, if they bust you, from what I've learned, you really won't even know it. They'll, yeah, they'll just, just run off. They'll just slip out. Yeah. Um, I've never had a big buck go over there and blow at me on the other ridge for 30 times Yeah, maybe I've been busted but not had that happen. You right, know, They right. flip out and make so, it so obvious. Like, I see you. Right. Like, you probably been, the does saying yeah, to me. Yeah, you probably have been busted or you just didn't have yeah. no – you had no idea. Uh, or you're in the woods and, like, that doe busts you from 40 yards away. You don't even see her and she just starts blowing. You start hearing that stomp. You're like, what the heck? <laughs> I wasn't even moving. Like, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. They just – they're on top of it. It's yeah. mind-blowing. I always said that if you can kill a mature doe – you can kill anything. You can kill any, yep. literally any buck. Yeah. So we have a new dis- new DVD series called Mature Doe Hunters. <laughs> Monster Doe. That's hunters. all you shoot is does. <laughs> Monster nannies. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's getting weird. Mega mommies. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Okay, you were going on a wrong trail there. So you guys started doing the bow hunting thing. Well, you you started fishing and then. Did the bow hunting come after? Or were you guys always always bow hunters and fishermen at the same time? How did what came first, or one after the other? Or? Uh, I know me personally. Uh, the, the big Nate over there. The fishing thing was was by far, uh, you know, held precedence to to my outdoors uh, adventures. But as soon as I started bow hunting, which was only a couple of years ago, uh, it's I mean it's blossomed into something insane. Like you guys right. say, the feeling. You know, I put my, I put my first buck down. Uh, this year and yeah. literally almost fell out of the tree after yeah. after releasing the arrow. I mean, it was. I think you were wearing that safety incredible. harness, right? Absolutely, yeah. Muddy, <laughs> that, <laughs> muddy that muddy Get harness uh, would have saved my life for sure. But it was, uh, yeah, it was insane. I mean, now it's definitely something I can never put down. So. Yeah, I can't imagine. Like, how could you not hunt next year? You mm. just can't do it. Yeah, there's there's absolutely no way there that I couldn't pick up a bow really from now on. I mean, it's right. Feeling you won't forget for sure. 
I think that's for a lot of people, though. Like, most people get into <laughs> fishing a lot sooner than they do hunting because, obviously, you can do that a lot sooner than you can hunt. I think that's for a lot of people. Well, you know what with me is, and you guys are going to cringe when you hear this, is um, I fished a little, like, growing up, like, when I was really young, like, really little, like, under five. And my dad just take me wherever to catch fish, and I don't, I don't even know what I caught. Well, my dad's actually allergic to fish, so we never fished when I was growing up because we can't eat them. And so I just, I never did it. And, and I got really into it one year kind of on my own and didn't really have anyone to, you know, my dad will go, but I was kind of trying to just get into it on my own and kind of fell out of it. It just didn't have the same, my interest wasn't as deep for it as I was like bow hunting, you know? And then I got into the bow fishing a couple of years ago and it's like, wow, this is fishing with a bow. It's awesome. <laughs> so best of both worlds there. Right. There. So are you guys into bow fishing at all or? I've never done it. I've always wanted to. See, I feel like you guys would have a blast with together. that. But, you know. We're mostly like catch and release, though, like bass tournaments and musky fishing. Right. Oh, you can no, release like, these fish. It just ain't going to live too much longer. Well, the thing <laughs> is, it's like, <laughs> just like flopping in the water. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like, maybe my comparison's way off, is like carp, kind of like the coyotes of the water. No doubt. That's Absolutely. Much what they yeah, are, that's yeah. a perfect kinda, comparison. You're doing a better yeah. thing by that taking them out. Absolute perfect comparison. I mean, all they do is. Destroy habitat and, and you know destroy fisheries. You know, especially right. if they get overpopulated. So, Dude, so I I'm surprised you just don't. A couple of years ago, comparison. I told right. my, uh, I told my, I have, I have three daughters, six, three, and uh, one is four months old. Good lord, yeah, it's wild. Um, and I shot a coyote. It was either last year or the year before. Um, didn't take a picture of it. Didn't anything because it's a coyote. Like who gives a crap? Whatever. Right. I tell my daughter about it. I was like, oh, I shot a coyote today. She's like, really? Where is it? And I was like, it's, it's still there. She's like, you didn't bring it home. I was like. No, <laughs> like, really? like yeah, people don't get it about coyotes <laughs> as if they're like this really cool. I'm like, it's not like an Arctic wolf. Like this is a nasty, scrappy dog. That right. Kills Most deer. of them like, are. Most of yeah, them are. Like I have no. I have what no are you standing up for a couple thing. of them? No, yeah, well, most, of most of them are. Dude, there are a few no, good I know ones. a couple good a few eggs. Good There's some good coyotes like, out there. Well, here, no, here, my point is, is sometimes you can shoot a really beautiful coyote, oh, yeah. and when I do, I will get that thing mounted. No. I'll have, I will have a, so? I'll have a full mount coyote. There was a cool picture. Like somebody, it was Stop. A I'm a taxidermy fan, man. You are, but I don't know about a full mount coyote. All I, all I picture have is like all. a scrappy German shepherd in your house. Like no, sometimes somewhere. you can shoot like really you know what like I mean? red <laughs> ones. Sometimes you can, there's all black coyotes. I've never seen like, a good looking coyote. I, don't, I believe you. You know more about well, hunting I, than I, I have do, a but. I have a blue healer and I'd, I'd get the two confused, I think, because they look too much alike. A couple, couple years ago, I bought my, my first major bass boat and uh, went into the guy's uh, house to uh, do some paperwork and stuff. And he had mounts and stuff all over big, big hunter. Uh, right. And then go down to his basement and he was showing me one of his mounts that was absolutely insane i bet it was 170 inch 12 pointer i mean it was huge oh yeah and uh just off to the side on the floor was a full mount coyote that no. he had shot nice. they're cool it was, Dang it was it. awesome there thought, was so much was like color to it it was it was really sweet so. see mark rife shout out mark rife our sponsor uh creative critters taxidermy and uh Thanks geneseo um he does a mount like a it's like a shoulder mount but it's a pedestal so or like a desk pedestal, I would call it. So you could put it right here on like your desk, and it's howling, hmm. and oh, wow. the, like turned up. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. And the thing with coyote not mounts, like hip hop phrase turned up. <clears throat> no, not, <laughs> not like turned, turned, yeah, not yeah, turned. That's up. turned up. <laughs> the, so the thing with like coyote mounts what is what I'm scared to death of is like I have <laughs> no worries with Mark because you know you have to know what an animal looks like if you're going to mount it. 
And most coyotes look bug-eyed. Yeah. Like, if you have bad coyote taxidermy, it's rough. I love seeing real... One of my favorite... Dude, on Instagram, do you follow bad taxidermy? Tell me you follow bad taxidermy. No. I don't. It I don't. is hilarious. All it is is, like, these horrendous mounts from, like, usually back in the day, or people who are learning... Like the paper like they, mache mounts and stuff. They are hysterical. That's how they always look. Like, the eye is, like, sitting way off. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Bad tattoos. Well, it's crazy. Oh, boy. It's like most people... You don't realize. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it they're, not they're so funny? Dude, look at that moose. That moose looks, <laughs> like, that. That moose looks like a, a, a dried out hot dog. Let me see that. I don't know how I found that picture. Oh on Instagram, my! But it's terrible. so funny. Oh, that's an old. It's an old neck mount. Oh, that's it's bad. bad. It's an old neck mount, and it yeah, looks that, like that website is super funny. There's like a. It's almost like an eyeball above the plaque that's holding the head up. So basically, what happened is. There's major slippage on that hide. Like, yeah. see all the hairs falling out of it. <laughs> Dude, that is a perfect representation of the Canadian medical system right now. Oh, oh my God. Oh, dude, he's got... They've got the string trying to hold the... Oh, that's it's trying to hold bad. the head up. It's because it's rotten. That's why. Oh, that's bad. That's a rotten mount is what that is. It's uh, funny, though. So, like, if do you have a mount at home? Yeah. Do you, so, if you ever go up to your mount... And, like, along the brisket, if mm. you go in there and tap on it mm. and you can hear it, it's like mm. like a drum. Yeah. That means the skin, there's air in there from oh. the – it's like it's coming apart from the mold. Bad. Yeah. It's oh, not dude, bad. It's hilarious. just – It wasn't – I told <laughs> That's you. a cartoon character. <laughs> <laughs> Look at bad taxidermy. That should be your next Instagram. person you try and get a sponsorship from is bad taxidermy what? Instagram. What is it? Bad – oh, it is just bad, bad taxidermy, taxidermy. Yeah, yeah, on Instagram. Hilarious. It's like Whoa. cat dog, you know, the little cartoon. It does look like cat, cat dog, dog, you know. <laughs> Except you like can't see dog. the other face yeah. on the it's other a side. Lepre- it's a mounted leopard that looks, yeah, it looks exactly <laughs> like cat dog. This oh, bad. this owl's bad, too. Oh, my God. Look at the post pictures out there. That owl's so bad. <laughs> oh, my coffin. That's terrible. You got to describe what you're saying. Yeah, this is bad. All right, audio. so here, let, let me, yeah. let me, for, for those it of you listening. It looks like a cat, like cat pose. All right. I'll try and describe the owl to you. Okay, so this is what happens when... <laughs> if you were to ever catch an owl and you like it's on the ground and you like put a pail over it and then you open it up real quick and he's looking back at you but like you accidentally hit him on the head that does not translate for like. anyone listening it, looks, it almost looks like in the pose where your dog when you say something to him it's like huh? he turns yeah his head. yeah yeah huh? when he turns his head and yeah. or uh, as if he was on some kind of drug binge and his eyes oh, yeah, his eyelids don't close anymore <laughs> yeah. his eyes are straight up out of his head right there so not a good look <laughs> Back to Whisperwood. So, Sorry. So Nate kind of you you scored with your buck last season. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Jordan, awesome you Kelly, any, anybody else get a get a buck this year? Let's talk nah, about it. Guys. Last year, no, I didn't shoot anything. I'm so I'm at the point. I, I'm not like a like I said. I'm not an elite hunter. I'm not a 3D target champion. Nothing like that. But um, I've shot little bucks like gun and bow. Right. So I just don't really want to shoot anything super small. And I have enough trail cams on the land. I hunt out in preemption. I have enough oh, trail cams right. set up. Close. Yeah. Uh, I have enough trail cams set up where, like, I, I have some good bucks on my property. Right. And uh, so, like, when I've seen – every time I've had a shot at a buck, it's been mm-hmm. one of the bucks that is not even close to my hit list. So I just right. let them walk. 
And uh, yeah, I don't. I'm don't pretty I, cheap I by the hour if you want me to hang stands, huh? I'm pretty cheap by the hour if you want me to hang some stands. Yeah, dude, we should go out there together. I'm down. I don't Check know about it paying you for you're, it, but you're, <laughs> you're, no, you're close enough. It's a, yeah, it's right over here. Yeah, it's a, it's a dope spot too. It's a really good uh, it's a really good bit of land. There's a couple. I mean, there's a couple monsters on my land. A couple yeah. just beasts. We can trade some video. I think you sent me some management. trail cam pictures last yeah, year. There's I think. a couple really mm-hmm. good ones out there. There's one that I'm super excited about. I call him Moose. Um, his his antlers like they look more like moose antlers like they're not tall palmated but yeah they're all completely together they look like a hand Mm -hmm. there's no like main beam it just kind of all comes off to look it looks like a mutant like if it got big it'd be really really cool yeah so i've been i've been trying to be picky um about what i shoot and then i end up shooting nothing and just going home and fishing more or something you know (laughs) or like riding my skateboard or something or snowboarding so i don't know but yeah well i mean that's it's good. Man- it. It's good deer management, though. Yeah, exactly. Skateboard right. more, and save more deer. There well, it it's just you know, <laughs> if you went out and killed a big buck every time you went, it wouldn't be any fun. That's that the you, truth, yeah. you know, it's it's more rewarding if it's you got you got to struggle a little bit. You know, sure. I went this last season. I got lucky, killed a buck. But the previous two years, I went two years without shooting a buck. Oh, you know? really? Yeah. So it's just it's just the way it goes. That's why they call it hunting, not killing. Yeah, like you that's know? why they call it fishing, not catching. Yeah. Right. And I, I remember my very, so this is embarrassing, but I don't care. It's whatever. Um, the very first time I ever shot at a deer in the wild was a doe. Um, and I had been practicing for so long in my backyard in mm-hmm. Wisconsin. Like I was ready. And the first time a doe came in, I'd never really. So for me, part of it, why I never was going back to what y'all were saying earlier about fishing versus hunting. Right. My dad never hunted, like still has never hunted, never killed anything. So like I, ha- I kind of picked it up on my own when I was like a senior in high school. Yeah. So it wasn't like I had this like let me take you under my wing, son, and show you how to shoot and show you how to gut a deer. And Like, I didn't know right. any of that stuff. I had to figure it out myself. So nobody warned me, like, when a deer comes in, it's not like shooting at a target, you know? Right, So right. this doe stops broadside at, like, 20 yards. I mean, just the ideal shot, like, leg forward. Like, it's just perfect. Yeah. So I pull back, and I do the whole, like, aim small, miss small thing in my head, the exhale before right. I shoot and right. I put an arrow probably 15 yards over her back like I mean it wasn't <laughs> even like it wasn't like it like it wasn't even close and I'd like to say I flinched I don't think I, I flinched I think I just full I mean just wasn't even close and I missed her so bad that she put her head up and looked around and then put her head back down and kept on chewing on something and I put the next <laughs> arrow through her like I killed her on the next shot but like I was talking to I can't remember who it was some kind of big name in the hunting industry and they're like, if anybody tells you they've never missed a deer, they're a liar. Right. And so I they thought are. that was kind of cool. You know, they like, are. You don't always kill a big deer. You're going to miss shots sometimes. And yeah. I've missed more fun. than I've shot, probably. More than, yeah. Yeah, probably. So, well, speak for yourself. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie. Who cares? No, we all miss deer. I've missed, I missed a lot of deer. I've missed some bucks that I look back and think of it, think about it now, and I'm like, oh, can you imagine? No I missed opportunities when I first started. Like, I, you know, if. If I would have killed every deer that I had within bow range or shot at, I'd have a hundred, almost a hundred eighty inch typical on the wall. Wow. And I look back and kick myself so hard. I talk about all the time that big, almost one eighty mm-hmm. typical ten. And we knew he was there. He came in. I sh- missed him with the muzzle loader. Mm-hmm. I missed a buck that had split G twos and split G threes. And it's that's cool. Just but learning. If, if it's a huge miss- learning curve, man. Yeah, if it you're is, not missing yeah. though, you know, you're not learning anything, you know. So if you can't if you can't figure out your mistakes, you know, and you keep on making them, you know, it's not going to make you any better. So, you know, you, you look back on those and it's always going to, you know. Right. Well, you miss 100% of the shots you d- never mind, I'm just playing. Well, it's just you know, like that Michael Jordan quote, like you miss 100. percent I was going to try and get deep and like yeah, and then, uh, and then Michael Jordan <laughs> some went, lost a bunch of money at the casino. <laughs> that Michael Jordan cry face. Well, the thing, 
<laughs> the thing with like now is sorry, I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. No, that's awesome. Uh, like where I've evolved now, I feel like if I draw back on a deer, I'm gonna kill it type uh, of thing. Yeah. But stuff still happens. You know, I mean, you can still miss. And there's so much stuff that's out of your control too. Know, you know. Yeah. And there's twigs and sticks you might not see from that 20 gust yards. of wind comes in at yeah. the last second. And a lot of people don't realize too, and this is the beauty of filming, you guys probably know this, is deer duck arrows. Oh, for sure. They react to the sound of your bow going the second off. Second that thing goes, they're, they're yeah. It's a ma- it's ninja reflex is what that is. It's not they think it, it's just reaction. It's all instinct. They clip they hear that noise. Yeah, yeah for sure. I mean you shoot at me and I'm gonna try and duck an arrow. No, I'm getting it's shot. Not like that. I'm dead. Yeah, it's like instantaneous. Yeah. Right? It could be a ten yard shot and they move before the arrow mm-hmm. hits. Yeah, that's why, weird. you know, talking to some guys who, you know, are more old school in the in the art of bow hunting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they say, you know, the bow the bow doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter how fast it shoots or, or noise or anything. Right. That, you know, that's just, it's just not the case, not especially true. when you know, when you put a when you put a video behind somebody shooting. Right. You know, you can really see that stuff. You, well, you can just analyze everything yeah, the deer absolutely. did when the yeah. when the shot went oh, off. Yeah. You can I mean, slow you can, mo it. You can slow it down as soon as you hear that click. The deer's going down. Yeah, you can see him. You know what oh, I was yeah, dropping? I was watching. You could probably appreciate this. This is like some of my favorite old school hunting videos. The Fitzgeralds. You ever watch any of those guys? I don't think so. Oh, man. These guys are we we got a good story about the Fitzgerald. So <laughs> yeah, we do. When we did the uh, the Chip City and uh, Mule Man episode, they came mm-hmm. in, and we got we did a part one and a part two. So part one was like a warm-up. Part two, we got really deep and just kind of like, I don't know what we off dove into. It was off the wall. No idea. So anyway, what it came around to was that the Fitzgeralds are the Illuminati of the hunting industry. Okay. And... So basically, like it was just you I'll know, I don't Michigan even know what that means. Farmers, but okay. You know? okay, yeah, I don't know why we got into it, but it was funny. We're just goofing off. So what happened was, eventually that that episode went out. I get an ad on or a like on our Facebook page, the Working Class Boner Facebook page. The Fitzgeralds oh, no. commented, "The Illuminati." What no, did, they what, said what the all-seeing eye. Sees you now. Oh, they were cool. About yeah, that. and, oh, yeah. and uh, they loved, they loved awesome. it. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. I've been talking with Guy Fitzgerald, and we're gonna we're gonna plan out an episode. Those guys are so awesome. dudes. They shoot. They shoot like brand new Matthews, like just with fingers. fingers. No. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. They got the, like their own barbers. They had that's hard. That's just their thing. Deer hardcore, dander. Man. They're hardcore. You still man. had some of that deer dander. Yeah, yeah. that's that's in my opinion some of the Wait, best. Were you gonna say they have their own barbecue sauce? Yeah, they like I, either they, they, they make. <laughs> <laughs> he chimes in on that. You can talk about the bucks and all that. But you hear barbecue <laughs> sauce though. He's worried about eating. Oh, so, over someone here. figured out who the black guy is in here. <laughs> oh snap! Thanks. Punch him, Nate. Punch him. Oh, I got a funny story to tell you about barbecue sauce. Uh, I, th- I swear like you can hear all my th- life, I thought you were just going to say, I got a funny story to tell you about black people. <laughs> no. I was like, yo, this is getting no. not appropriate no. really our, quick. Here. Our, our friend uh, who listens to this. They look so much different. He's our friend now, uh, Scott Clark with an E. He's Canadian, dude. He sent me a picture of barbecue sauce in Canada. And remember when we were talking about Be the Tree has to have French on there? It has French on Sweet Baby Ray's. Whoa. Oh, That's I weird. promise you, in Stubbs barbecue sauce, there's French on it. I Dude, feel like okay. Nate's going to hit you. Hey, can we can we transition into Canadian food now and talk about poutine? Is okay. that a possibility? I've had a poutine. Dude, once. poutine is the dopest thing. Have you had poutine, Nate? I don't even know what that I've is. I've never poutine even heard of that. Poutine is a Canadian. What? It's not really a delicacy. It's like it's like um, it's sort of like French fries. Like if you got loaded French fries at Arby's, they it's put straight drunk food. <laughs> yeah, it's, gravy and cheese curds. Yeah, on they it. put they put like gravy on cheese curds with like melted cheese. Sometimes you get it with mashed potatoes and you eat it with a fork, and it's just like this mush. 
it's unbelievable. Like it's like if you go to like Arby's in Canada, like right across the border, they'd be like, "You uh, hey, you want fries or poutine?" Like it's incredible. <laughs> That's a terrible Canadian. Is that accent. where you had this at? Was yeah, it it's incredible. Wait, dude. did you go to Canada? Yeah, I go to Canada pretty frequently. Really? Up there, yeah. Dude, how often do you go to Timmy's? Timmy, oh Timmy Hortons. Timmy Hortons. Timmy yeah. Hortons is all right, man. Their their donuts are super good. I want to go sure. up there one day. My girlfriend's Canadian, so I should probably really? go up there. Yeah, you, you can. So, I I told I. Maybe we shouldn't go down this path. I don't know. Whatever. We go, we I told go. my wife if it comes down to Donald Trump versus Hillary Clinton that I'm moving to Canada, and it, I may be packing up soon. You know? Oh so yeah, like, y'all, can, y'all can come. Y'all can come visit me, and we'll catch a bunch of fish and shoot moose. And yeah, it'll be I'm done dope. for that. Yeah, black bear hunt, all yeah, sorts of good dude, stuff. Heck yeah. So what is next for Whisper Boy? Like next year, what's your guys' goals? Like what do you want to do? What, well, they're breaking up when he moves to Canada when Trump's president. <laughs> right. So. <laughs> well, like well, I mean. Personally, what's your goals for your season and as a whole, as as like a team, as a show, or can we call it a show? It, do you? How do you? What do you call it? Yeah, we. Ha- well, I mean, we had an offer um, to actually do a TV show a couple years ago, um, and it just. I mean, to be totally honest with you, so my one of my beliefs is like I don't want to. This is going to sound rhetorical, but I don't want to do something if I can't do it full blown. Right. And they wanted us to commit to a six episode run. And I just didn't think we had enough content or enough time to come up with it. And I didn't want to put a crappy product out there. Because right. for a lot of people, as soon as they see, like, you know, mediocrity, they just assimilate that to Whisperwood. And now all of a sudden we're like an okay show. Like, I right. wanted, if I did it, I want to just bury it, like 11 out of 10. Mm-hmm. So for sure, if we could if we could turn it into actually doing a show, I think that would be incredible. I think we have the production quality. We just need to get You definitely more, do. Well, that's, we a, that's a good way content. to look at it, though, too, because – a lot of people go, hell yeah, let's do yeah, it. Like, that's yeah, I mean. Let's do it. That. Let's do you this. You see a lot of sudden... crappy shows. I don't mean any disrespect, but you see a lot of shows that just aren't good. Mm-hmm. Or you see shows that are straight up. This is, I mean, no disrespect to anyone. I mean that. <clears throat> but you see shows that are full blown. They're filler. Start to finish. They didn't kill anything. They didn't shoot anything. They didn't catch anything. Yep. And it's just like, like deer camp footage is rad for a certain amount of time, but I don't want to watch 22 minutes of it, you know? Right. And so I didn't want to put out something like that, be that hunting or fishing. And I've never really seen... Again, just my opinion, which isn't worth anything. Can the, can someone turn the heat on up here? It's getting cold with all that shade that Jordan's throwing right now. I'm not saying names. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not calling anybody out. But I've also no. never seen a good uh, fishing and hunting show. Let it's me, usually they're either good at one or the other, and I've yeah. never seen dudes who are good at both or had good production value on both. And so I really would like to do that. Right. Um, we're trying to get more serious about some of our sponsors. Like we have something really exciting. I don't know if we're allowed to talk about it or not. No one listens to this podcast. Oh, You're good. You can talk about uh, it. Yeah, so one of our one of our first sponsors, Denali Fishing Rods, and I'm not saying this because they're a sponsor. Like they just make awesome stuff, and it's like not astronomically priced. Um, they are. We're doing a, a promotional video for them, which is going to get debuted at iCast, which is just like you know the ATA show, but for fishing. Right. Giant. I mean, the most giant trade show in the Where's world for fishing every year. It's in Orlando, Florida. Ooh, you uh, guys going? We're doing a. I don't think we're going to it, but we're going to film like their main video is going to be on loop there. So they're going to mm-hmm. be. You know, next to these dudes that pay thousands and thousands of dollars for videos, and then the ours is going to be in the mix, and so that's awesome. Yeah, working on stuff like that, and then yeah, my goal this year is to shoot something. You, you guys know. might be able to catch TNA wrestling down in Orlando. All right. What did you say? Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> what everyone thinks when you. Well, well, yeah, yeah. Y'all no, got a, y'all got a cricket sound effect you could throw in. <laughs> oh, we should. He does that. Well, we should get one. Uh, but Jordan, what you were saying, I want to, I want to kind of make a point on the like what you're saying how. I don't know. I get your point when you're saying most hunting shows aren't the really that great. I mean, there's it's just people doing them with a handy cam like right. this. Yeah, yeah. 
Right. It's one of these mm-hmm. is what, all it is, and which is fine, whatever, but they're public access hunting right. shows. I see. I think that's the same camera you have. Yeah. But I mean, but, your, I'm not, there. One of them, but you have the brain behind it that can make that, you know, it's HD and you know, you can do whatever, but a lot of it is kind of like public access style mm-hmm. hunting shows, which is fine. The people are going for what they yeah, want to do and absolutely. stuff, but um, well, yeah, that's why I got out of like the trying to be in the film production thing. And I just, I think podcasting is more fun. Right on. Yeah, you that's know, it. you can do whatever you that's want. It. If on you a podcast. can, I, I've, I've seen it. Like, there's a lot of really, like, legitimately good shows that I can't say. And I'm a hypercritical person, and I hate that about my personality. What's your favorite show? Uh, probably, and this is going to sound so obvious, but probably Heartland Bowhunter. Yeah. I think they do a good job of actually killing stuff, actually mm-hmm. getting shots of the kills, mm-hmm. but also summing up a lot of that context, like the going into the truck, the long road trip. Right. Like, even, even as dumb as it sounds, like, y'all know how it is, uh, late season hunts. Um, it, I mean, unless you're weird and you wear your camo in the truck, but you get out of the truck and it's like cold out and you're trying to jump to the bed of the truck, throw your camo on real fast and right. it's kind of cold and they get all that context in there. Um, so I think if you can combine good hunting or good fishing with good production, like, you know, yeah. that's a win. That I, I love the production of Hurtland Bowhunter. Like that, that was like one of the first ones I'd seen that like really started doing, um, just kind of how they, how they, it, it, it seems more modern, like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a lot of these, I'm not saying yeah. they're stuck in the past, but this was just a more, like, appealing to the more artsy kind of, yeah, you know, like, guys like you. I mean, Well, and a yeah. lot of them, too, like Heartland, they film with red cameras. I don't know if y'all are familiar, but they're, so there's, like, Red Dragon. Um, there's a bunch of different cameras that they make. But, like, if you get a used red camera on eBay, five years old, you're paying 35000 for it. Like, that's if really? you're lucky. So, like, I mean, they're even just their level of, like, what they use, you know what I mean? They're really right. on a different level to film stuff. Right. and. I love that. I think it's cool that they're progressing, that they're not just shooting with their iPhone and making something out of it. Like they're, right. you know what I mean? Like they're, mm-hmm. they're trying to up the game and, and I, I love so that. So do you have people because if you guys, do you guys, what's your guys' website? Uh, whisperwoodoutdoors.com. So if you have videos on there mm-hmm. and I've seen a lot of your videos and it's, it's really good. It's like the production of it. Just okay. everything is really professionally done. It's um, entertaining to watch. You're not, kind of fading out and then clicking on to something else. Yeah. Do you ever get, when people see that stuff, do you ever get like, hey, man, I know you said like with one of your sponsors, you're making some videos and mm-hmm. stuff like that, but do you ever get other shows like, hey, man, would you want to produce this show for us? Would you want to do this for our show or anything like that um, ever? Yeah. Not like other shows, but well, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Us. I mean, yeah. it's, yeah. The, it's <laughs> the internet, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So like if you put out like a good anything, people are going to be like, hey, man, you want to link up? So right. I get a lot of that from like other people. Not I've had a few people ask me if I wanted to like jump on their team or whatever, which I have no interest in. Mm-hmm. Um, again, no disrespect to them, but I'm just I'm cool and right. I'm I'm okay. He's in our cool lane. in the shade that he's throwing. Yeah. <laughs> so let me tell you some people that suck. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Um, no, I yeah, get what you're saying. I, I, though, no, completely. I've had people approach me, and I, the thing that I've always done is tried to help other people. So if they say. What software do you use? What camera do you use? What settings do you use when you're filming at night versus when you're filming during the day? And what should I set my shutter speed? What should my aperture be at? What should I, you know, how do I import export footage for this versus that? Right. I love helping people with that. I have, yeah. I'm not an expert, but what I know I'm, I'm definitely down to help with. Because the thing is, no matter who you are, if you're a Heartland Bowhunter or, um, 
Monster Bucks Volume Ninety Four. Like everybody had help somewhere. You right. know what I'm saying okay. nobody For just sure. jumped in and said, sure. "I know how to use this camera on this computer." Right. So if I can help at all, I'm I'm super down. Well, that's where we're at because we just kind of started podcasting and we don't know everything and just yeah. like thing is you even helped me before we started recording You're like yeah that's a little equity you can try this try this or yeah. upgrade to yeah. this and we can figure something out you know whatever and you know, we text back and forth and i ask you questions on what because you're a mac guy as well yeah and i'm getting into that i'm like hey what are you using what do you recommend whatever so and then i ask you all kinds of stuff about like how do i pull my bow back what, <laughs> what release should i get now what should i put the top pin on the deer if it's at 70 yards or <laughs> Do well, I look through the peep, or do I just look for it for a second, like a peep, and then I? That was the worst <laughs> joke I've ever made. That was the worst. But the, joke. But the, but the thing that is, was like, the worst joke I've ever made. I fully understood the joke, though. Like I pictured it in my head, like you're like, just, yeah. just kind of peeping through it is. and then coming back. Oh, didn't see me. Look straight, come back. Oh my gosh! Sorry. I mean, what are your goals, Nate, for this year? I, I may have to compromise buck wise this year because I haven't shot anything in so long, and I have so many like one to two year old bucks. I got to pop something, but. Honestly, I think the you know the biggest goal for me this year is uh, is content. You know, filming content. That was uh, you know that was a big thing last year. Uh, putting that buck down that I did, it wasn't anything special, but it the way it came in, the shot I put on it, you know, mm-hmm. everything about it. I actually hung the stand uh, the night before. I mean, it was awesome. it would have been best way to do it. It would have been an awesome you know shoot uh, yeah. film wise, but uh, you know I just didn't wasn't able to to do it all myself. And, right. and that's the thing is. Uh, you know, Jordan and I, Kelly, um, we're going to try to link up more this year. And we have um, a filmer now, which is really exciting. And we have a, oh, you do? And we have a filmer now, really yeah. So. He's got an intern, guys. Yeah, no, our, Stepping up. shout out Benito. He's uh, he's <laughs> awesome with a camera. And we're gonna. he doesn't know anything about like hunting or fishing. We've taken him fishing once. Uh, where one of our other sponsors is scent blocker, so we're going to get him some scent blocker and get him up in the tree. Right. And, yeah, it'll be, he, and he's really good with a camera, so it'll be cool. Yeah, yeah, I think you guys definitely have the, the potential with – the way you run things, Jordan, and the camera, and you, you kind of have an an artistic eye for stuff yeah. like that, and you can just tell from talking to you and just being around, you kind of know what you're doing. That's the right and aspect. With your guys' attitudes, like, you guys are super humble, and you guys are just real. Like, Nate, especially, you're just, like, you're just, you're you just not putting on a front or anything. Like, no. You're just, I don't know. You're a likable. Nate, draw. I feel like you draw people in. Like, uh-huh. something about Nate is interesting, and for the sure. fact that it's just, like, I don't know. It's just cool to see you guys. Like you guys are obvious to your learning curve, and you're and, just not afraid to show anything. Like that's. I mean, I'm not even trying to like just force him into the conversation here. But that's how Kelly is too. He's like sitting back here in the background chilling. But um, he's the same way. Just a likable human. Like I could, I could, I could easily call Kelly at two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> a likable he's human. Shaking his head. <laughs> I could call Kelly at two o'clock in the morning and be like, "Dude, I'm super bored. Um, I think I'm gonna go. Uh, I don't know, go skate at the Davenport Park." And he'd be like, "Okay, I'll, I'll come over." You know, just someone right, who's right. down and has a good attitude and is down to help. And it's like right. we actually we we have like this skateboard group that we do every Tuesday. Um, and there's like our, our boxes and our rails and stuff weigh a million pounds. And whenever mm-hmm. it's time to break down, everybody's like, "All right, well, I gotta go." I'm and Kelly's the piece. first dude to jump in right. and start moving a box or moving a. Ra- and that's just, you know, that's why I really like y'all's name. You guys love bikes. Is spot on. Working class bow hunter. Yeah. It, we're not. We're not rich. We didn't. We didn't grow up. Right. You know. Yeah, only one of us. Yeah. You can definitely come. You can definitely come ride your bike. Yeah, I'll have to do that. Sure. Trying to get back in the BMX game. I no, fell no, out no. for a while. But, yeah, uh, dude. dude, I'm about to get a skateboard, man. I want to start <clears throat> skating vert. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I was over there laughing. He's like, yeah, great, we got a rainbow. Hey, true story, though. I worked at this place in uh, Wisconsin that's not around anymore. It's kind of sad. Uh, but there's this camp in, I think, Pennsylvania, Virginia, called Woodward. 
Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah. There, there was one in Wisconsin for a long time called Lake Owen. Same company, same thing, where you come in for a week and you can learn how to skate. And I was an instructor there yeah. for a while. And they had a 20-foot vert ramp there. And when you stand up at the top of a 20-foot vert ramp, like, it's horrifying. horrifying. Oh it, the first, like, four feet is vert, so it's actually vertical. There's no. no curve. There's no transition. It's just straight down. And so I stood up there for probably, like, ten minutes, and everybody's like, drop in. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no. And then I finally did. I dropped, and I made it totally fine. No big whoop. Got to the other side and kind of turned around and did, like, the knee slide fall. And mm-hmm. I was like, awesome. I never have to do that again. Right. <laughs> like, it was terrifying. <laughs> it was like I don't know how those dudes do it. They uh, make it look easy, see, but it's I'm a, super scary. I'm a strictly dirt BMX rider yeah. when it comes to like, like I can do ramps and park I can do you know the boxes yeah. and the spines and stuff but when it comes to like vert quarters yeah. and everything nope breaking my collarbones no bow season for me yeah. that's and what uh, that adds up to yeah I broke, actually uh, just a couple weeks ago I've had it off for what three weeks now or something I broke my right ankle um, at our skate group just typical not even a hard trick a trick I do pretty easily most of the time and uh, caught my board weird and like rolled over my right ankle and like you know, you think you're a dude, like you think you're a grown man. I got hairy armpits and all that. But man, when I hit the ground, I made noises like like a you know, and I'm just like, I, and then and then I yelled out like a like straight a goat. Yeah, Did dude. Get this on film? Like a no, they should have like a straight like little girl. I yelled out, I think I broke my ankle, as if I had any idea. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, what are you a, what are you a self diagnosing doctor? doctor at this point? Like, stop, dude. WebMD the symptoms. Oh, it's really bad. It hurts. It hurts really. Yeah. So anyway, but I actually did indeed break it. Um, and yeah, I was I was really worried about that because I know, um, gosh, dog, I can't remember his name. Dude who won the Bassmaster Classic, Cliff Pace, a few years ago. He was uh, bow hunting, fell out of his tree stand on the way down, which is where all the falls uh, happen. Yeah. Broke his leg, like like spiral fractured his leg, which is like the worst way you could do it, and missed the Bassmaster Classic, which he was automatically qualified for. The next year by winning and couldn't even fish in it because of, you know, so I was like the same thing. Like, I'm not going to be able to hunt. I'm not going to be able to fish. I'm going to see that pretty quick. That's actually, what but. I'm so scared for about riding heavily again is I broke my collarbone when I was really heavily into it mm-hmm. at the BMX track and went OTB over the bars yeah. and just straight into the lip of another jump. Yeah. Ouch. And almost, I mean, when you break your collarbone, you're almost landing on your neck. It's bad, dude. You know, and. Because I landed, I was almost upside down, and I did the same thing. I felt, I'm like, yeah, my shoulder's broken. Yeah. It was just loose. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, my shoulder's broken, and I'm not yeah. moving because I don't know what else is wrong with me. Yeah, Cut my yeah. jersey off and everything. That kind of junk, skateboarding, snowboarding, motocross, BMXing, mm-hmm. it's not even like if, it's when you're going to hurt yourself. Yeah, you know, it definitely like I've, is. I've definitely broken is. or rolled so much from skating. If you guys want to enjoy a uh, hunting season, do what I do all summer and stay inside and play video games. I do like, I have Fallout 4 for <laughs> Xbox One. Oh, it's I couldn't so stand dope, that game, dude. Though. Get out of here. I love it. <laughs> couldn't do it. So I think what we need to do, guys, is all get together soon and go shoot some bows. I'm down. Yeah, that's yeah you guys got some uh, some new bows that you um, you just got a couple days ago, yeah. right? And how long you, did you kill your buck with that new bow? I did, yeah. yeah. What, yeah. Uh, what bow is it? Uh, Expedition Eccentric. Great bow. Yeah. Yeah. And I got the Expedition yeah. Eccentric 7, so it's just a one-inch higher riser for some reason. Or uh, brace height. I'm sorry, I'm an idiot. Uh, yeah, just for a little more like forgiveness, because I suck at shooting. So I figure, I think it rolls off what ten feet per second. I'll still kill something. You know, yeah, I mean, for sure. well, it's more for, you know, more forgiving. Yeah, way yeah. more forgiving. So, oh, well, they say. I, and then guys argue now with the newer bows. Like, doesn't matter what the length of your brace height is, right. they're still accurate. But I think bigger brace height, longer axle to axle, 
more me, forgiving. Makes more sense, yeah. That's why sure. guys in Target are shooting 38, yeah, 37. Monster, yeah, they're shooting monster. The bottom cam's on the ground while they were trying to pull back. Right. 12-inch yeah. yeah. like, like, yeah, brace yeah, height. Yeah, they yeah. got to get that Hooters like brace height. It's it like a kickstand. Yeah, yeah. Like, that, like the offset uh, stabilizer in the back's 48. The one in the front's 74. Right, like, right. Give me some room. You couldn't even it's pull that thing up in this room. touching the target. No, you couldn't. Yeah. You know, but they're great bows. I shot Expedition at the ATA, and they're engineer is an aerospace engineer mm-hmm. and aerospace their uh, their bows are just insane they're good they're, they're smooth good. they're quiet and what i like about them is when you draw back it's solid back yeah, wall. yeah the back that's wall that's is solid. Just smooth. Yeah. smooth that's solid and yeah, that, like i said the draw cycle is you know about as smooth as it gets yeah um i drove probably an hour from the quad cities uh spring valley illinois to pick it up you know, it oh like, really yeah Closest, you know, local place, if you will. Should have gone a couple more him. miles further. You would have hit Ottawa, and you would have hit the Bone Shed. I, 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 I heard about the Bone Shed shortly after plug, I picked plug. my bow up. You guys uh, got to – we will so. plug the Bone Shed all day, oh, every day. Not, you got to stop it. I want to swing in there. Yeah, I want to go. in there. Do they sell Expedition there or no? They don't. No. They're a, a Hoyt and Elite. Um, That's it? Only Hoyt and Elite? Yep. They don't sell Matthews, nothing? Because don't – they were shots. That's a huge shop, isn't it, as far as bow shots go? It's pretty big. It's pretty big for a bow shop. They got a 3D range. They were the – in the top five for Hoyt dealers last year, ranked in with Lancaster Archery. Dude, hey, tell, tell them your Hoyt story real fast. It's funny. The Hoyt that you bought from that dude. Not, that's not such a funny story. It's sort yeah, of funny. It's gonna be hilarious. It's, it's funny for Jordan. Yeah, it's <laughs> funny. Yeah. It funny. It sucks. Yeah. It's, it's like it's like Jordan it's like loves a story. Funny sucky combo. Yeah. So uh, you know, working at Gander Mountain, I guess previously working at Gander Mountain, you, you run into all kinds of. Uh, all kinds of individuals. Nate used to be my supervisor, by the way, guys. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So, so uh, you know, Kurt can attest to this. You just you see some crazy people, and uh, you know, a guy had come in looking to sell a bow. Unfortunately, we didn't uh, we didn't buy bows, um, but I was in the market, and uh, what he had was a Hoyt Carbon Spider, thirty four ZT. I mean, it was a brand new bow that it had just came out that year. And he I had like, that bow. He was, uh, you know. I tore my rotator cuff. I'm I'm getting out of out of this. You know, I'm going into uh, um, like cross crossbow, crossbow or something. God, like that. I, oh. yeah, I don't know why I completely drew a blank there. But yeah, I'm going into crossbow right. um, hunting. So I need to get rid of this bow. Well, uh, like I said, I'm interested. What are you What are you looking to get for it? Right. I'll take five hundred bucks. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. And if you know, if you know anything, right at the Warning gates, flag. it's like whoa. Okay. That's I mean, yeah. that's less than half. I took I took his sob story for what it was, um, let's <laughs> right, just say, right. and uh, I yeah I bought it and uh, you know shot it for a season and I I loved it, uh, probably well I guess I shot it for that season probably three months after I bought it, um, the uh, Clinton uh, Police Department rolled oh, no. into uh, rolled into Gander Mountain and, and asked if we had seen this guy, seen this individual, and it sure in fact was uh, was the guy who sold me the bow so. Uh, I, I was quickly without a bow, so. So you had a oh, so, yeah. So tell him what happened. He, he was like notor- He was like a serial bow thief. And, and that's the thing. Uh, yeah, really? He, yeah. He was going into uh, this bow shop in Clinton. R and R. R and R. Yeah, that would be the one. R and R. And picking these bows up. I don't know if he was uh, testing them out. You know, while he was testing out his bow. Uh, you know, swapping them out, putting the new one in the case, and, and rolling out, or what he was doing. No idea. But uh. Yeah, so he had come to Whoa. find out he had stolen, I think it was four or five bows, 
three Yikes. of which were were carbon spiders. You know, so did you get your money back or anything? Unfortunately, I didn't. I I did get a check um, for two hundred and eighty five dollars, which uh, I guess it made me feel a little better. <laughs> well, at least you got some use out of the phone. Oh, yeah. What color? What, what color was it? Hey, that's a depreciation. Uh, it was uh, it was the real tree extra. Oh, it was yeah. man. I had that bow last spring. I had it in harvest brown, and. It, it, Great bow, man. Yeah. Great bow. Um, I traded mine, but I loved. I did like that bow a lot. And the the new one, if you ever get a chance, and I know you just got a new bow, so maybe you don't want to tempt yourself. The uh, the new Carbon Defiant. Yeah. Whoa. People are crazy about that. Oh thing. man. Yeah. And you got that option to put the limb stop on there, so when you draw back, the limb stop hits. Between that hits and the limb. Matthews, whatever helium, helium, the halon, helium, holium. I didn't care for the halon. But, but I'm, I'm not even saying there. What? That's all you hear about right now. Yeah. Like everybody right. I talk to, it's either carbon defiant or the the new math. Well, but it's people are still under about. the radar buying elites too, and well, you know, there's like it's now they don't look as like cool. A, if I'm being for real, I no, think yeah. elites shoot absolutely ridiculous. It's yeah. like you didn't even let it go. Best like shooting bow. They're so smooth. I shot one the other day at um, uh, Easy Living in Milan, and uh, yeah, but, but it just doesn't look as cool. And I mean, right. it's dumb, but I don't think it does at least. No, no, I you know it is look. I mean. The car, the the defiant is like probably the best looking bow it's out of the market. It's just like in, this, in my opinion. Like it, the 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 carbons always look, you know, they have their own look, but the right. aluminum, yeah, well, that's a nice looking bow. It's the shootability of it, and it's just they're awesome. But you know, you can argue a Prius is really good on gas, right? <laughs> you know, I I get what you're saying. It doesn't look cool, and it's not fast. But this, the the new um, Elite Impulse is fast. I think it's pretty cool looking. And it's got great, great gas mileage, if you will. <laughs> you know. Hey, so so here, here's the here's the funny like caveat to Nate's story about the bow being stolen. When he told me it was at the uh, Quad City Outdoor Show, and it's like loud, and it's in like that pole barn, so everything echoes and whatever. Right. And he goes, "Yeah, man, my my bow was stolen, so I had to give it back." And I was like, "What?" Like I started freaking out, you know, like way not like on the same level of what he's telling me, right? Because I was like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe somebody like you had to give your boat back." He's like, no, oh, bow, bow. I gave bow. him a crazy, awkward <laughs> yeah. look. Like, <laughs> like, why are you freaking out? Some, I thought he said boat, like B-O-A-T. So I'm like, dude, that sucks. How are we going to fish? And he's like, we don't fish with a bow. And like, You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, like, I didn't hear it right. I was freaking out. So. Yeah, you just, so you just bought a bass boat then. I, I bought it a couple years ago. Uh, I've been fishing out of it. Uh, yeah, this will be my third season oh, fishing okay. out of it. So uh, a couple years back, but it's it's incredible. Old school, 96 uh, champion. Um a lot of people, it's if you know anything though. about bass fishing, they don't make champions anymore. Yeah. But uh, it's mm-hmm. a it's a Sorry. boat design that people absolutely love. I mean, there's crazy yeah. followings, and, I, mean, and I love it. Things are rocket too. So is this a boat that we could bow fish off of and uh, get it bloody? Do you want to put like a twelve foot platform up on the front on the bow and? I can weld it Have you on seen those you. like specific boat fishing boats yes. now that yes. come yes. stock for boat oh, fishing? Yeah. yeah, oh yeah. Like that was like not a thing a few years ago. It's it's awesome. Uh, tomorrow, Best Pro I'm going to look them. at a new truck, and I'm really stoked because um, I'm going to buy the truck, and then Nate's going to sell me his boat for a grand. So like it's really oh, exciting. that's what's happening, honey. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so so I hear. I guess so. I guess we'll see. But uh, this is new news to Nate. Yeah, it's all it's all very exciting as it's had. I know the guy so. um, fairly well that runs the Muzzy Bow Fishing. Um, oh, right on. The oh, they do that big tournament every you still, year. You still shoot Muzzies? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I've actually been playing. I got Muzzies and I got really hooked on Schwacker this last Schwacker. season. Yeah, and if you guys haven't shot those, I give them a shot at least and see what you think. And here's what I've learned about broadheads: is 
you'll have an opinion on everything, no matter what you shoot. Everyone has an opinion. This is awesome, and this yeah. sucks. Don't shoot this because this sucks. This right. happened to me. Whatever. Try them on your own, and then make your own opinions. We were trying to get hooked up on NAP for a while, and I think we still are. And um, that's that one so. thing. My opinion of NAP is I had bad luck with them. Yeah. Um, but I'm not saying they're bad broadheads. It's just yeah. my experience with them. I shot a turkey with a, a nap kill zone, the yeah. two inch cut one, and it was so devastating that I just I couldn't do anything with the turkey, right. which is awesome. Tore to shreds, yeah. yeah um, Dude, hey, so my first turkey hunt with a bow uh, was in Wisconsin, and I, I did, all my stories are embarrassing. Like most of my stories aren't like me being cool. Like, <laughs> like if you'd have filmed me back then, even if you did it real cool and artsy and got like macro and micro shots and what, like you did just cool, it wouldn't matter. I'd still look like an idiot. Um, so I thought like you know if you shotgun a turkey, you know what I'm saying? Right. You, you you know make sure your chokes right and you aim for the head and put them down or whatever. Jelly head, boom. Yeah. So I'm thinking you aim for the head with an arrow too. Like that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? So just by God's grace, which, actually, which you can, you can. I guess you can, but you, I'm not a good. Right. I'm not Robin Hood. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, I was sitting in like a homemade like ground blind that me and my buddy just made dusty. We just made it out of like sticks. And uh, he's like, yeah, dude, shoot that thing. I'm like, okay. I think it was probably like 40 yards, which I don't even think I had a pin for that. <laughs> They're like, you know, this is like, this is like metal pins with like painted ends. Like there was oh, no yeah. like fiber uh-huh. optics oh, and like catching pin. lights yeah. and you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like a so I, yeah, dude. So I let the thing fly and just by like God's grace, I hit it at the base of the neck. With a uh, with a uh, um, spine thunderhead. Like the, I hit it oh. with a thunder. You remember thunderhead? Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, they're still around. It's not classic. Like yeah, man. I hit them with like a hundred grain thunderhead, like kind of the base of the neck, and it just falls off. Like 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 if you picture like a turkey gizzard, but with a head attached to it, like it yeah. just kind of hinged down, and then the thing like flew off into a tree, and like it's not really the same. In, turkey hunting like when in doubt back out or when in doubt right. when it out or what so i'm just like ah! and i got running over to it and my buddy dusty knew but didn't tell me like when you pick up a turkey like they freak out oh, still yeah. even when its head isn't oh, really yeah. attached it's like, yeah, a chicken. Yeah, like a chicken yeah 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 so i pick it up by like the legs and he spurred the bejesus out of me like kicked me i like threw it like left-handed all forearm like a little kid with a softball like, just <laughs> like oh my god like freaking out like threw it into the tree like stupid turkey like you know it wasn't real cool but i was still stoked that I that's the thing like that. turkeys you gotta go after them They'll get up and go. Yeah, and, dude. You it know. seemed to have a head, and it flew off like 20 yards and hit a tree. It was yeah. just like a chicken. Yeah, it was awesome. My full mountain turkey I have out here, I shot him. I actually stalked that turkey. Called and, like, stop. I'm so impatient when it comes to turkey hunting. Stalked a turkey. That's impressive, though. Yeah, probably, it was probably a lot of luck. Still, Sh- though, that's that's Shot that's, this turkey suckers, 25, 30 yards, whatever. I couldn't even believe he went down. He's flapping. I'm like, all right, yeah, see it on TV. Because I'm not. I don't claim yeah. to be the a badass turkey hunter or anything. But right. run up and I'm did the same thing. He did go up and grab him. I'm like, oh, he getting hit by those wings while their oh. nerves oh, are going yeah. nuts. They're loud as heck, dude. and they're strong. Yeah, super strong. Well, I was gonna bird. do that. I was gonna do that thing. You know, how you're supposed to like grab by the head and like spin them around right. like apples in a bag at the grocery store. <laughs> you know, like spin it like so you snap her neck and they just like whatever. He didn't have a neck to grab, you know. So right. like I just grabbed just him. On yeah, him. it was like getting spiked by a raptor. Like um, they well, are little raptors, man. Like, I, they're oh, little velociraptors. They are. They're mean, and their their spurs are no. Joke. Have you ever shot oh a turkey? Oh my god! I just thought of a great rap oh, name. No, so that, that's the kind of been my plan for this this spring is to, to get out there. And, yeah. I like it. They're tough to hunt. We man. should get your guys, homie Chip, and we can start a group because he's a hip hop guy too. We should. Yeah. yeah, Chip City's a, a great dude. He he's going to be on quite frequently. We'll get you guys together. You yeah, remind should, me of we Chip. Should, we should all rap together. <laughs> yeah, you and Chip would he, be he's like, like the better version of me at everything. You know what I'm saying? He's probably a better rapper. He's definitely better at video stuff. He's more established than I am. His name's cooler. Jordan Johnson. 
Chip City. That's we can give a you a name, nickname right? though, real that, quick. That's a radio, yeah, you want that's, that's a radio name, right? Don't Chip let City. Steve give you a nickname. <laughs> like, that doesn't don't say that do on that. his birth certificate. There's no way his birth certificate is Chip City, right? I don't know no, his real name, no. honestly. Oh, I do. I asked. Oh, you do know it? Yeah, yeah, yeah he that. told us. Oh, it's, it's, well, don't get yourself in trouble if you're not supposed to. Oh, say yeah, don't that don't it's say like, his name. It's pretty cool. Don't say his name on air. Don't say. Um, dang, it got quiet right there. Yeah, did Illuminati. Illuminati. I was watching. It's just like those dudes in Michigan. So. We got a shoot soon. So we have a shoot coming up next weekend, actually. Nate, you said you think you have a tournament. Are you, do you or do you think? Or are you just making stuff up so you don't have to hang out with us? Well, honestly, uh, a buddy he of really mine. Doesn't like us. He doesn't like us. He doesn't honestly, like us. Honestly, a buddy of mine, uh, the guy who took me up to Allen McKee County and I shot the, shot the deer this year, or last year, rather. Um, mm-hmm. I actually plan on fishing a tournament on Lake Hawthorne um, in the Des Moines area with him. He texted me. Des Moines, this, Iowa, for everyone correct, in Canada yeah. that doesn't know where yeah. Iowa is. <laughs> he, uh, he, he texted me this morning, said he he couldn't uh, fish the tournament. Then he texted me about two hours later and said, put that on hold. I might be able to do it. So right now I'm in limbo, but uh, the tournament okay. is May 7th. So we'll see what happens. So, yeah, May 7th, we have our third annual working class bow hunter shoot. That's S-H-E-W-T. And uh, basically, shoot. what we do is we get everyone together, and we encourage everyone to do this, too, because it's fun. Get all your friends together. Everyone brings the target, and you basically get as big an area as possible, and you set up a target at 10 to however many targets you have. And then we play games. We shoot till our, till our arms are just blown out completely. And then at the end of the day... Everyone takes their targets that everyone brought. We put them down at like 100 yards and make a wall. That's and then, awesome. then we put balloons up. Silly um, string. We the, done. the last one, yeah, Kansas Silly String, apples. Oh, yeah, we're, uh, we're going to do that. We'll buy some shaving cream and, like, you fill up balloons with shaving cream. So you shoot them and they go. Yeah, we'll so, do that 100 yards. So we, we go back to 100 yards oh. and we, there's just a line of, like, 20 people. And you call a balloon. Shoot. It's too small for all Good that. Good Lord, Sorry. Eric. <laughs> So we just play games the whole time, and it's just a good way to get practice in and challenge yourself awesome. and have fun. So I like it. you guys should come for yeah, sure. I feel like I should buy a few more arrows before we, uh, before <laughs> we, we do get that. Like three. Yeah. I'm going to make sure because it's going to be at Logan's house. Mow the grass very short and have a rake handy because, you know, when your arrow gets buried in the oh, grass. Yeah. Our buddy Gene brought a uh, metal detector out. <laughs> A couple of, like the last time we did it for inserts. I was like, well, I, was, I was like, why has he got a metal? And then like it finally clicked. They go, bury ah, those ah. things, man. Yep. for sure. I have a I have a pretty big. I live in Moline, like I live in the city, but I have a pretty big yard. Um, it's a little over there's an acre. Deer where in I live. Always deer. Remember, in I came yard. over. I was yeah. borrowing something from yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's deer running around when you were over there. Um, Hanging out. <clears throat> but I have a 3D target in the backyard and like a bag stop, whatever. I'll bet you if you went back there and really looked, you could probably find couple dozen arrows just buried in the mud back there by this yeah, creek where i miss like going to his belly or shoot something stupid. funny story my dad uh we used to live in port byron illinois and it was like a super dry summer and my dad had just gotten a new sight on his bow and he went out to sight it in at 20 yards <laughs> shot his arrow hit way low hit the dry dirt instead of going into the dirt bounced bounced up went another hundred yards and busted out my neighbor's garage window. Holy cow. It's <laughs> a magic That's arrow. Awesome. My dad and we had all these a, a wall of like little saplings that made like a wicker like a, a wicker basket fence, you know? A wicked basket. Wicker basket. <laughs> wicked. I couldn't say that, man. My That's mouth was all dry. Wicker. Another wicker? bush latte wicker? sip here. Whoop. 
Thank it's you. like, yeah, I don't know where my arrow went. I never found it. I'm like, no, oh, it's probably buried in the dirt, whatever. Like two hours later, I'm in the kitchen. We had this big sliding glass door. There's a cop standing on the deck with an arrow. He's like, I'm assuming this is yours by the judge <laughs> of the targets in your backyard. I'm like, Dad. <laughs> nope, so, nope, never seen it. Yeah, the guy was super cool. He's like, ah, oh, at least no one got hit. I'm like, yeah, he could hit someone in the juggler. Right, the juggler. The juggler. <laughs> the juggler. <laughs> Would have been done for. Shoot. Well, guys, I think we're running out of steam. All right on. Well, we appreciate you guys coming on the podcast. Yeah, well, you guys want to plug uh, plug anything? Sponsors, websites? Nate, I noticed uh, something new on your hand that uh, yeah, it's right there on your left hand, that finger right there. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, you must be speaking of my wedding ring, yeah. Congratulations. Appreciate it. When did yeah. you get married? Uh, actually, uh, a little over a year ago. Oh, thanks for the uh, invite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, Steve, no thanks, don't screw that guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Uh, I would just say, man, if, if you're curious, we're, we're nobody special. We're not we're not trying to change the entire industry, but whisperwoodoutdoors.com. Um, we're getting ready to do like a relaunch pretty soon, redesign it, and we do everything ourselves, all our website design and shirt design and um, whatever, and then obviously all the little social junk, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, look us up. I was we're, looking uh, for We're having fun. I was looking for your shirt. Like, I could not find it for the life of me. And yeah. I was like, it was like, great. You remember? Yeah. I think I was like the yeah, only yeah. one that had a great Whisperwood shirt. Yeah, dude. Do you guys have a store on your website? We did. We took it down, though. It was real. It was acting real sketchy. Um, but, yeah, we, we, we've we been doing this thing for a long time. We need to put out an order soon where we just do custom. Like, it's this shirt that I'm wearing. It's just this, the circular WW logo with the antlers and the um, treble hook. Right. Best logo any, ever, by the way. Yeah, it's a good logo. Yeah, I wish I could claim I didn't do it. I had a buddy design it for me. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we did a thing where you could custom order, so any color ink, any color shirt. Mm-hmm. So you just get the coolest, like, people would say, oh, I want blue with blue, like blue on blue. And you'd be like, that's dumb. And then you see it, like, oh, that looks awesome. Right. People do camo with different colors. Like a Ooh, lot. We did Amy a ton got of camo, camo with pink. pink. Yeah, we yeah, did a ton of those. Yeah. So well, I definitely want one. I'll hook I'd you up for sure. Definitely do. You, you have hats? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah Kelly's got one on. Yeah, that is on. awesome. That. That's a bad no, do you have? Do you have? Hats. Do you have them made right now? Do you have a bunch? Uh, no, not right now. Whenever we whenever we get those, we sell them really fast. I'm I want sure that why. hat that Kelly's got on. That thing yeah, is sweet, awesome. For sure. Kelly, take it off your head. Give it to him. <laughs> I want it now. <laughs> yeah, put it back on. Your hair is a little crazy. <laughs> <laughs> He's got long hair. All right, but yeah, it was fun. We'll uh, we'll have to do another one. Yeah, it was fun for sure. We had some technical issues this episode, so if it got weird at the beginning, that's what happened. But yeah, it was a good time. We'll have to do a part two, three, and four. I'm sure uh, Jordan's going to get behind some uh, some video ideas for us here soon, and so look out for that. And uh, I guess I don't know. Could I say if you want anything done to contact you? Do do you do that? Yeah, Um, yeah. I mean, I. I'm I'm down to help anybody with anything. Um, contact at whisperwoodoutdoors.com would be the best email address. Um, Lee co-sign on a truck loan for me. Yeah, for oh, sure, man. man. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So you would not want to do made. Don't yeah. do that. That's a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but all right, guys. Workingclassboner.com. Um, the shoot is next Saturday, May seventh. If you're anywhere in the local area, hit us up. You can come along. Um, Everyone's Steve, welcome. Did you do a veteran shout out? I oh, have one right here. You, no. Yeah. No, or, uh, you didn't do it at the beginning. You didn't. You didn't no, do it. I didn't do it. You owe ten dollars. So I will throw ten dollars to a. Uh, um, so you're at thirty dollars yep, towards 30. what? Towards uh, so we know. I think I'm gonna do twenty dollars for the Navy SEAL Foundation, and um, and then Gene, who's gonna be on next week, uh, Tuesday. Yep. Tuesday. He's got. Uh, what do they call it? The Dark Horse Lodge. He he, he was talking about this. So I throw ten bucks uh, towards those guys too. 
Okay. So, yeah, and we'll get the uh, vet shout-out. Remember, if you guys have a vet um, or current uh, service member you wants to give them a shout-out, uh, we definitely will. Again, if I uh, don't do it in the beginning, uh, 10 bucks to a charity that I'll uh, figure out. If you got any charity ideas, let me know. Eric, anything you want to add? Anyone yeah. else? All good? All right, guys. Want, I just want to say thanks again. Uh, thanks for having us. Uh, it's been awesome. So Hell yeah, thank Appreciate you, man. I had a lot Any of fun. Time. Yeah, honored to be here for sure. So, all right, guys. You know what to do. Go shoot your bow. Later.